Welcome to phase three of the Youth Soccer Playbook Girls Edition. And this is gonna get exciting, I think, for a lot of people. And there are some potential avenues we would take depending on how she does. And I'm gonna share those with you in this video. And phase three is 13 to 14 years old. And this is really, I, I know I say this almost every single video, but a key step now again, because if we've done everything correctly so far, she will be ready to dominate 11 versus 11 and transition into that. Will there be a learning period? Yes, there will 100% be a learning period for her to overcome because now it's, you know, we've been focusing so much on smaller sided stuff and there are some you know, occasional bigger pieces, but we've been really hammering home small sided games and play in those small sided moments. And I know a lot in this phase is gonna depend on how she does physically. So is she strong enough? Is she fast enough? Is she athletic enough? Powerful enough? And that will make a determination of how we want to proceed moving forward. Because I do believe, this is my personal opinion, girls have a benefit of being able to play at, to be able to play older ages younger than boys. Because it's much harder to take like a 13 year old boy and put him with 16 year old boys. Like there's a much bigger physical gap in my opinion. For most of the cases with girls, there's still a gap physically, but the gap is not as big. So if that's the case, and what I'm saying holds true with my daughter, and she can hang physically, we're really going to push her to play up. And there's two ways that we can do that. We can look to enter her into an adult-level competition, because if she's strong enough, physically powerful enough, fast enough, or whatever combination of those that we need then she could handle and play with adults from a girl's perspective. We can put her with women's adult, and I think that would be great for her. So for example, some leagues like that are UPSL women's, there's USL women's, there's NWSL, which I know is the pro version, um, but if she's good enough, we can do that. Because there's the one girl, I think her name was Melanie, who was able to go play as a professional woman player at 15 years old. Now. I'm willing to bet you she didn't just one day show up and they said, hey, you're going to play tomorrow and you're going to sign a professional contract. She probably trained three to six months with the first team or with an adult group before she even got that opportunity at a minimum. So those are things that are important for us because context is important. If we're going to be able to do that and she has the physical, the skills, the mental and all those capabilities, it's possible, completely possible she could do that. The other side would be if she's not ready for that level, and that's possible as well, she might not be, and that is okay if she's not ready for it. Then we would look at putting her to play again, depending on if she can handle the boys, maybe one more year or two year years with boys. If we feel like she's ready for the change, we'll push her back with girls, but have her play at least, at least two years up, a minimum two years up. I just need to make sure that's clear. I'm really thinking three or four, because if she's a 14-year-old, she could play U18, because that's like high school. That's what it is. You'd be entering high school, probably your first year, freshman, and you'd be playing against seniors. Again, I co here's the thing. I coached girls soccer in high school, so you could see the freshmen versus the seniors. There was not a big physical difference, and that's why I'm, I'm saying that this is possible. And it just depends on how my daughter develops physically. If she develops well then we can make that transition quicker to the adult game, which is our long-term play. Okay, now I do wanna hit on the objectives because I kind of skipped this part so far because I wanted to bring that piece to you. So let's talk about it. Okay, so 
the objectives with this, obviously, first one would be to develop the concepts of 11 v 11 play with strong other players. Like we're, this is now like starting the really make or break phase. This is like pre make or break. And she needs to be able to deal with these things on a consistent basis. And that's why I keep talking about, can she go play with adult women? Does she need to go play U17, U18? Does she need to play another year of boys? You know, it's, it's what avenue do we take? Do we take option C, option B, option A? I prefer if possible, go option A. My second option would probably be C, and the third option would be B. You know, so professional, boys, girls. Um, I, I, do I know what the answer is right in a second? No, it would just depend on her physical abilities, because I'm assuming she's gonna be technically very good, and the mental capacity. Can she handle the pressure of going to play with adult women? Or does she need to go play U17, U18 women? Or does she need to play another year with boys? We'll make that decision when we get there, and it all depends on that one variable. Okay, at this phase, she's going to do hopefully a lot of tactical variation training. So this would be like if the team sets up in four-two-three-one, so four defenders, two defensive pivots, three attacking players, and a number nine. On paper, they're going to be doing things like transition to a three-two-two-three. Example. So that means in the build-up phase, or the progression phase, or even the kill phase. They're not on paper 4-2-3-1, they're now 3-2-2-3. Three, two, two, three. So they've changed the system for their attack. And then on the, on the flip side, defending, maybe it's a 4-4-2. Four, four, and I'm just trying to highlight what this would look like from a tactical variation standpoint. And really it's all about trying to increase the tempo and the speed of play. Like now that we're trying to really get her into that next phase, speed of play, tempo, rapid, quick, Two touch, control bang, control bang. Are there moments to dribble? Yes, there are moments to play 1v1. There's moments to dribble, to break lines on the dribble, but you need to focus and we want her to focus on the tempo of the game because the higher levels that you go, the faster the game is played and it's touch bang, touch bang, touch bang. So that's very important. We would also start position specific training and this would be like, okay, if she plays number nine, we're gonna start working on the runs, the movements, the finishing, anything related to that position that we need her to excel at. And we'll probably have, honestly, two positions. So again, number nine, number 11. Those would be the two positions we work on um, for position-specific work as an example if she played as a nine. Or maybe she'd be nine and 10. I'm just trying to give examples. If she's a defender, so let's say she's a number four, so a right center back, we could also have her work at the right back position or maybe a defensive midfielder. Again, position specific work. This is really important because her base level of skill should be very clean. She should be proficient. And now it's like, okay, can we start building her ability to manage the game based on her position, AKA position specific work, highlight those strengths and work on those weaknesses. Now, the next one would be, like I kind of mentioned earlier, highly competitive games. And that's why we have to evaluate what route do we want to take and again, it will depend on her. Do we go the adult women? Do we go U17, U18 women? Do we go boys? And we have to make that decision as a group based on how she is developing. Is she physically ready to handle uh, adult women? Is she physically ready to handle seniors in high school? Is she physically ready? And it's one of the three, one of the three options. Is it a better fit to go with boys one more year? Because it might be that we have her play boys for the U15 season for example, because she'd be 14. And then after that, we transition her to go to adult women. And that would be our phase four, but we'll, we'll get to that shortly, okay? 
like I said, the minimum, that's why we're considering these three options, the ability to play at least two years up. Now this is important for me that I need you guys to understand because this is where you're gonna see like how bad does your daughter, and my daughter in particular, want to make it. And here's why. This is a journey that is gonna have a bunch of ups and downs. Like literally it's a process. And you as a player, and you have to help your player understand this, you have to love the journey. Because the journey's hard, it's not fun. If you look at anybody that's successful in life, they have to go through a lot of miserable moments, they have to suffer a lot to get this small little inch of success. And that's what she's gonna have to understand and go through. And again, in this phase, maybe slightly before, maybe slightly after, but I would say this is probably the key target range where they're going to have um, puberty and those physical changes. So like my daughter, she may be tall, she might be small, she might be fast, she might be slow. We don't know how she's gonna be. I'm assuming she'll be a decent height because I'm 5'9", so she should get some height from me. Um, and my family heritage, uh, at least on my dad's side, is taller. Like my dad is 6'4", my brother's 6'3", my uncle's 6'1". Somehow I got the short end of the stick, but I think you get the point. Now before I continue, I would like to ask you for a favor. If you could please share this Youth Soccer Playbook, Boys Edition or Girls Decision Edition with somebody that you feel would benefit from this. It doesn't cost anything and it, and it helps me help more people that are struggling to go through this process. And I made all this content free to help you, your friends, make better decisions. So I would greatly appreciate if you could share this with somebody. And uh, as always, I'm rooting for you and I'm here to help. Okay, now hopefully back to the topic at hand with phase three, we don't know how she's gonna be physically. So we have to play with the cards that are dealt and we have to adapt, we have to evolve and we have to grow with it. And that's all part of the process. That's why I can't tell you specifically what we would do but those are things that we'd have to evaluate and consider. And how does she feel? And we, we would have to make that decision based on how she is doing and how she is progressing. And ultimately, like I said, my goal would be to get her to play with adult women. Because my opinion, it's easier for a woman to go play adults quicker, younger. And two, they can hang physically because like I've said before, there's not as much of a physical difference compared to like a boy and, an, and a man. So just keep that in the back of your mind. Um, that pretty much summarizes phase three. And always, I will bring you phase four momentarily. I will see you guys in the next video. And let's get to work. You Soccer Playbook, Girls Edition, phase three complete. Hey guys, I absolutely love that you're checking out and listening to the podcast. And I only have one ask quickly. And that would be, if you could please share this podcast with somebody else that you maybe know that is going through the system or struggling to navigate it from the youth soccer perspective. And that would mean the absolute world to me because as you know, I don't sell anything through the podcast and I don't have any sponsorships. And the more people that I can help, that is my overall objective. So I would absolutely love if you could share this with somebody. Take the five seconds to do so by sending it through social media or WhatsApp or whatever way that you like to share content. And I will make sure that I continue to deliver valuable and insightful content for you